Welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney Travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabratic. And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today we will be filling you in on all of the happenings of Walt Disney World and other Disney resorts. Lots of news this week, but I want to start with something that's not as newsy. We have lots of holiday news this week. Some fun stuff to talk about because as we're recording this... It is snowing outside for the first time. I don't know if it's going to last, but at this very moment, we have a nice jingly winter wonderland happening outside our studio window. So it's putting us in the festive spirit. But before that, something not so festive. Our first story and the lead story and something I want to talk about this week. For the first time, as far as I remember... Disney has stopped selling annual passes at Walt Disney World. Like forever? No. Well, no. They have paused them, as in their words, or suspended sales. And all of this... You can still renew if you have them. You can probably renew. They're generally a bit more flexible about that. But all of the... Except for one. They're allowing Florida residents to still buy this Pixie Pass. Can you buy that pass if... Wasn't it DVC was in the same tier? Yeah, you cannot buy that one. All the other ones are suspended. And I know they've done this in the past at Disneyland, but the whole reason this is happening is this park pass system. So I don't like it. I'm really not liking this. I mean, let's face it. For 50 years, we never had a problem. You could go to Disney World and get in any park. You just do whatever you want, right? Go to any park wherever you want. I get why Park Pass came in due to COVID, obviously. It allowed them to control crowds, but I think they're pretty much back to full capacity, if not full, very close. So why do we still need Park Pass? It's kind of a futile attempt to manage numbers if they're even trying to do that at all anymore. Yeah, but why? I mean, it was never a problem ever in the past, except for, you know, the Christmas week when the parks would fill up, but that's to be expected. It's the busiest time of the year. So... Now they've suspended sale of passes because I, you know, people were buying annual passes and then they couldn't get into a park. So obviously I'd be angry if I spent a thousand dollars and all the parks are full. So I really don't get what's going on behind the scenes, why this wasn't a problem for 49 years and now suddenly it is a problem. But the park pass system is what is causing all this, all these issues. And it is even a bit of a pain planning. So If we're at full capacity, Park Pass doesn't make sense as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So be aware that like, if you're like us, we obviously did not renew our annual passes because we're not local during COVID because we couldn't travel down as much. So now we're still not going to be able to buy it. I wouldn't want to buy one till next year anyway. So we will see if they stop the suspension of sales. But but just to be clear, as a DVC member, if you're not a Florida resident, you cannot purchase that tier? Correct. Only Florida residents can purchase the Disney Pixie Pass. Well, just because I was confused if it was the Florida resident tier or the Florida resident. Well, the way they worded it is the Pixie Pass is the DVC Pass slash Florida resident yeah. pass. It's the second one from the top. That's not the one we buy anyway. We always oh, yeah. buy the top one. So that was another thing that annoyed me about the new pass system. In the past, as a Disney Vacation Club member... You could buy any level, and generally you got a some sort of discount, sometimes big, sometimes not so big. This year, you got to pay full rate if you want to buy the top one, and they have this Florida resident and vacation club members they put together at the second level pass. Yeah. But we like the ones with no blackouts and all that, because, you know, if you're traveling, 
from afar and getting on a plane and all that stuff, you do not want a pass that has blackouts. Obviously not. Anyway, that is big news. It's unprecedented as far as I can recall that Walt Disney World has stopped selling annual passes. And we'll see if that's it for this year. They really haven't said anything. At Disneyland, they said, you know, a certain pass is sold out. So that when you say it's sold out, that means they're not selling anymore. Anyway, that is the lead story this week. It's a because it's sort of unprecedented, and let's see how this all shakes out. Yeah. I hope they get rid of Park Pass, to be honest. They've also been selling out of some of those paid ride attractions. Not the Lightning Lane, but the yeah. next one. That kind of confuses me, too. I feel like the whole new system, it is very prone to errors and capacity issues yeah so more capacity i wouldn't say errors i would say more, well i don't know if i think it's an errors. error in planning yeah well you know what i guess my personal opinion i guess they try these things and then let's give them a chance to tweak adjust and whatever the case may be but i do think with those paid ride passes so paying to get on rise of the resistance for example yeah you do have to have a limit so the fact that they're selling out really quickly, you know, means that as we've it's always very said, popular. people want to pay. Pay for play is popular. Well, they don't want to, but they will. <laughs> they will pay to get an advantage. That's true. All right. Let's move along in the news to some pretty much festive, happy happenings that are happening across Disneyland yes. and Walt Disney World. The first one is the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. So a lot of new news this week coming out about that. I'm very excited about this one. This is one we have never done because we do not travel in January, February. Well, start booking those trips. So of the other Epcot festivals, we have been pretty good regular attendees. But But I feel like at this point, Epcot just always has a festival running. Yeah, Epcot is one big festival. (laughs) 12 months. So that's pretty much exactly what happens, right? They just switch it over. So, for starters, along those lines, the 2022 festival runs January 14th to February 21. And that's right. Right after that, maybe there's a week or so. I don't know the dates for the Flower and Garden, which is next. But it starts up right after that. Yes. And this year, they're going to feature, once again, I think this is pretty popular, the Disney on Broadway concert series. and they'll Which be th- everyone loves. Would you go to this? Yes. So there's three performances each day, and what they do is they take their Broadway stars from Disney Broadway plays, and they come and perform. So it's sort of cool. There's a pretty good lineup here. We're not going to go through all the dates, but I'm not a Broadway person, although we have seen some of these Broadway plays. Who is not a Broadway person? Me. You're going to want to retract that I do like the odd odd Disney play. So I liked seeing Aladdin, Broadway cast, uh, Lion King. That was pretty good. We saw that twice. Well, I saw it twice. You saw it once. Yeah. So anyway, they have Ariel Jacobs from Aladdin and Adam Jacobs also from Aladdin. Carrie Butler, Beauty and the Beast. Telly Lung from Aladdin. Heidi Blickenstaff from... Was Freaky Friday a musical? Yes. Well, there you go. And she was also in The Little Mermaid. Yeah, that's why you didn't think you would like the new Disney Channel movie because it was an adaptation of the musical. Right. Robert Creighton from Frozen. Kara Lindsay from Newsies. Dan DeLuca also from Newsies. Ashley Brown from Mary Poppins the musical. Josh Strickland from Tarzan. Kissy Simmons from The Lion King. Michael James Scott, Aladdin. And then they're going to have a special performance where pretty much all of them or almost all of them are taking part in an extended finale on February 21st. By the way, though, the musical is better than the Disney Channel original movie, I mean, obviously. But just for the record. The what musical- about Hamilton? You haven't seen Hamilton live. No. I'm they just- have no one from Hamilton here. That's well, interesting. Well, that's because Hamilton's not really a Disney musical. What is it? 
It's just a musical that Disney bought the right, the film rights to. Ah, okay, there you go. And all these shows are, of course, performed at the America Gardens Theater, which is near the American Adventure Pavilion. Yes. And there are dining packages and all that sort of stuff. So if you of like Broadway, <laughs> yeah, and you're, of course there are. Are There's you surprised? More, more things you can pay for. So if you're going to be there in January, February, and you like Broadway, definitely check it out. Let's jump across the continent to downtown Disney and Disneyland. Downtown Disney is sparkling for the holiday season, as they put it. But I'm very excited because I love the holiday season. And I'm ready for downtown Disney to sparkle like my mind intends it to. And if it falls short, I will be very disappointed. Now, they are going to start the refurb or the refresh, as we said, in 2022. But there are... Before as, that, as they say, sweets, sips, and savory bites. Now we're not going to go Which through I'm them all. So all excited for, but Amelia has picked some of her favorites to tell you about. So Amelia, these are the ones I think you would want to try first. So why don't you give some recommendations if you're going to be in downtown Disney for the holiday season? Here are some things you must check out on the Sweet Trail. Marceline. And Marceline's Confectionery. <laughs> yeah. That's Walt's I just like the menu. I don't know how to pronounce the name. Yeah. Marceline's Confectionery has... What are your highlighted treats there? Snowflake Caramel Apple is the one I'm personally most excited really? for. Really? You like caramel apples? I love caramel apples. Do you know, when I was a kid, people used it's to give so those out for Halloween. I can't imagine anyone would consider <laughs> that safe you these get, days. like lots of caramel... And that's where they put razor blades. Oh, stuff, what so. a fun tale. Don't you love this show for all the happy memories? All the happy anecdotes that we share. (laughs) I'm sure the snowflake caramel apple will not have razor blades. A Mickey Santa cupcake, which I'm hoping this one is good because it looks like it will actually taste good. And then also a Mickey peppermint marshmallow because I know tons of people like peppermint. Yeah, and now you don't like peppermint, but I know the peppermint marshmallow is sort of intriguing because you do love marshmallows and Mickey. So I'm actually, out of these three... The Mickey peppermint marshmallow is the most intriguing to me. Yes. It's salt and straw ice cream. What are you thinking over there is going to be mm. worth a try? Uh, peppermint coca. I'm cocoa. Cocoa. Sorry. Coca. Cocoa. <laughs> I. I have some questions about that. It could be good, but it could also be really bad. I think you're going to say how pepperminty is it? Yeah, that is my question. I'm just. It could be really good if they have the right blend of peppermint and cocoa. Yeah. All right. it, it could be very good. I'm sure you'll give it a try. Yeah. Almond brittle with salted ganache. If you like almonds, I mean, that sounds pretty good because the almond flavor ties in well. And then my personal favorite, gingerbread cookie dough. I know. That sounds like the yes, best please, to me as I well. Yes, please. I can eat this all day. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds scrumptious. I really am interested in the gingerbread cookie dough myself. Because yeah, cookie dough is my favorite flavor of ice cream normally. And, you know. Now, we love Sprinkles Cupcakes as well. Yes, And they also have some holiday flavors they're going to check out. Another chocolate peppermint. So I think lots of people seem to like this, so hopefully it works well. I wonder if it's dark or white chocolate. Probably milk. Oh, okay. That could be good then. That would be my guess. Yeah, just because that's the other one I was forgetting. It's just because it really depends on the type of chocolate too. And then they have Christmas cookie and gingerbread. Yeah, I I really like the gingerbread. Gingerbread to me is a festive flavor. I mean, so is peppermint chocolate. We had a little party here at the house last night and we did candy cane martinis, which is peppermint. Your mocktail version, of course, you don't like peppermint, so I had to make a special one. It's very good. So that, so there are some fun sweets to try. And also going along with the sweets, they're going to have uh, acapella singers, you know, featured throughout 
So Holiday Harmony, The Moon Rays, yes. and Sugar Plums are the performance groups. And, and They'll be in downtown Disney on the main stage, and Fridays now, through Sundays. And now through December 14th, enjoy the Ultimate Toy Drive. Yes, this one is really cool. Yeah. So this started a long time ago. I think this is great that yeah. Disney's doing this. It supports Toys for Tots and you know people in need for the Christmas season. You can donate a toy online through shopdisney.com yeah. or bring a new unwrapped toy in person if you're going to downtown Disney. And this is a long tradition of supporting the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots program. And it goes all the way back to Walt Disney himself and who personally oh, that's supervised. that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. He supervised the creation of the Toys for Tots logo. So really? There, yeah. So there's some really cool history there. So you can donate online or if you're going to be lucky walking the streets of downtown yeah. Disney, you can donate a toy there. And of course... We talk a lot about Walt Disney World at Christmas, yeah. but let's not forget the hotels of Disneyland Resort. Where it all began. Where it all began. So Paradise Pier, I'll start with that. I know you'll want to do the next one. So Paradise Pier, they do have a Christmas tree in the lobby, and theirs is going to be an under-the-sea theme, so blue, Ooh. green, and silver decorations, and a garland of starfish and shells. Yes, and then at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel, my personal favorite, it's kind of similar to the Grand Floridian with their giant Christmas yeah. tree. I'm so excited to look at pictures of this because I'm not actually going. And ornaments inspired by arts and craft movement of early California. Which and is then, the theme of the hotel, so yeah, that makes sense. That's true. And then also the gingerbread replica of the hotel because, yes, please, yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah, this is sort of cool. Unlike the Grand Floridian, this is a repl replica of the Grand Californian Hotel <laughs> itself. I How big is it? It is seven feet tall and 12 feet wide. So not quite as big as the Walt Disney World one where yeah. they stand inside and yeah. sell stuff. But still it's so pretty, tiny. Still pretty cool. And they did supply some fun facts. There's 600. The hotel is wider than it is tall. 600 pounds of gingerbread. 600. And 600, 600. pounds of sugar. Holy moly. That's nice. 250 pounds of fondant. So, yeah, so if I were to eat this, how much weight would I gain? And one pound of pixie dust. Ooh, and the last thing is the best here. 25 Ooh. hidden Mickeys. All uh, right, people, I want to see pictures. 25 hidden Mickeys on this gingerbread house. Can you house. spot them all? Start sending them to us. Yeah. And, of course, they do sell sweet treats you can pick up nearby on the yes, holiday cart of course, the as always. Not a little shop like the Grand Floridian version, but still pretty yeah. cool. There will also be carolers uh, around the hotels yes. at Disneyland uh, Resort Hotel. I think that's nice. And yeah, and also... Disney needs a Disney Christmas song. Do they not have one? I'm sure they have one, but they need like a trademark one. Hmm. Very interesting. I think they need a, just need a trademark Disney Christmas song. They should get working on that. Otherwise, I'm just forgetting it, which is also very likely. And then there will also be Santa available... Yes, Santa so to can, bring joy to the so children. So you can request your Christmas gifts. And don't forget the new spa. There's the Tanea Stone Spa at the Grand Californian. Of course. And of course, they have special holiday festive spa packages. Mm -mm -mm. The underneath the tree signature massage, <laughs> as they say. And so what Ooh. we've learned today is you will soon be booking us a trip, to, right? Ooh, this is interesting. The scents of fir, California lemon, wild mint, and a touch of eucalyptus. I that would like that good. in a candle or spray version, please. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't need the spa treatment. That's fine. You can just get I'm the not spray a spa and then guy, use it to spa me. It does sound like a nice festival. That's not a smell. verb. <laughs> to spa you? Yeah. Spa me. 
All right, everyone. That is the news for this week. Yes. In our 15 minutes of magic, lots going on for the holidays. Let us know I'm what so you think. I'm so excited for you to surprise me with the trip, Daddy. Yeah. Send us some Can't pictures wait. if you're there. <laughs> yeah. Keep uh, wishing under the tree for that. And let us know what you think about this whole Walt Disney World annual pass situation. Yes. All right, everyone. Have a magical week. We will see you again next week. Follow along at 1923 Main Street. Have a magical day. Bye-bye. 